So hi guys, welcome back to My Opinion 2.0. I am super happy to be here on episode two where we're gonna be talking about a really fun topic, makeup and tips and business. And I'm super excited to be here with my friend, Crystal. Uh, Crystal and I have known each other now, what, like a year at least? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we met through a mutual friend and Crystal has an amazing business, so, Hi, Crystal. Hi, Maya. Thanks for being on the show. I'm super excited. Me too, me too. Awesome. So, Crystal, we're going to talk about makeup, and we're going to talk about your business and how you got to where you are, but kind of give us a high level of what you do currently and your business and plug it away. Yeah, so I guess the bread and butter of my business is makeup artistry. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much do makeup for brides. Um, I do makeup for uh, film, uh, TV, and of course the special event makeup, people going to prom or date night, things of that sort. And then actually, I'm so glad I'm doing this interview because I actually added a new, um, I guess a, a new leg to my business, which is also coaching for makeup artists. Um, estheticians, barbers, people. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for you. That's Thank amazing. You. Thank you. So basically, you know, outside of just doing makeup for people, um, I'm also just kind of sharing that knowledge that I have with up and coming artists um, or even established artists. One thing that I have learned about myself, just I'm in school right now for my aesthetics license. And one thing that I learned about myself, just kind of talking to my fellow classmates, to my instructors, that um, I actually have a, a huge background in marketing as well. Right. Which has, I think, has allowed me to be very successful in my makeup artistry business because it's not just about artistry, it's about the business side as well. So because I've been able to finally use that marketing mm -hmm. degree and that business degree, um, I've decided to open up a coaching portion of my business to help others as well that's so cool I'm so I'm glad we're talking about this right now I didn't yes. even know that guys <laughs> so with your coaching business what are you coaching are you coaching all aspects bridal special occasion or what are you specializing in or all of the above yeah so right now it's really just one-on-one -on -one or group coaching okay but I'm actually stay tuned I'm actually in the process of putting together an actual uh, curriculum to where I'll be teaching like a two to three hour course on business and marketing specifically in the beauty industry. So different little tips and tricks. Like I said, I have been talking to some of my colleagues and just kind of dropping knowledge on them. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't know that. So I'm like, you know what? I can really help other people with my marketing knowledge. Yeah. But um, for the most part right now, I've just kind of been doing one-on-one -on -one in group coaching. Uh, so for fellow makeup artists, it's things such as getting their kits together, making sure building their kit making sure they don't break the bank to build their kit you don't have to go out and spend hundreds or even thousands of dollars just to start off with a professional kit um, so just like little tidbits like that and just walking them through that um, sometimes I have makeup artists who would like to work on certain things such as foundation matching right or uh, certain looks so we get together one-on-one -on -one and I coach them through that and then that's very niche like they're it looking is. for something very specific to grow yep. even further exactly um, one of the things that I specialize in coaching on is email marketing which is really 
really, really big. A lot of people don't realize how important the email marketing is. Mm-hmm. So I, I coach others on that. Um, and then also just working with um, estheticians, barbers, cosmetologists, working with them on helping to build their business, even though they're an expert in their field. Like I'm a makeup artist slash esthetician, but you know, they're the expert in cosmetology and barber. Um, however, you know, I'm the expert in business. So I help them with uh, building their email list, um, email marketing, uh, website pointers. There are so many, I see so many fellow, I guess, artists, whether that's hair, makeup, whatever, and they're missing little tidbits in their business. So I help coach them through that as well. That's so amazing. So it's like you've taken your kind of your past life and then your, your yes. present life and married them together. And now Finally. you have this business. Yes. Well, I really want to go back though, Crystal, so people understand your passion and your journey when were you inspired to start all of this like what was your first aha moment i need to be a makeup artist an esthetician a businesswoman like yeah. take me back yeah so i always wanted to be a businesswoman so i come from my father's an entrepreneur he's on uh, i think he's owned his own business since 2005 been very successful at that so I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur um, but I do have my background my background is um, in advertising and marketing so I have my degrees in that then um, I just kind of started working in the marketing field I did a lot of field marketing things of that sort um, then one day I needed a part-time job not really a recent grad but you know that a few years after college and you're still trying to pay back oh, those yeah. loans, so it's kind of hurting <laughs> a little bit oh yeah so, look, I need a part-time job so I contacted a colleague of mine just from like a previous job I had worked on. I've always been a side hustler, a side note. So I'm, I'm sensing a theme here with my yeah. guests, guys. Just saying everybody, <laughs> all my successful women all say have a side hustle. Yes. So that worked for you. Yes. So you've got your side hustle going on. Yes. And so I had my side hustle going on um, or I had my full time job and I was looking for a side hustle at mm-hmm. that point. And so I contacted an acquaintance of mine. I said, hey, girl. I need a part-time job. Do you know of anything? And so she says, you know what? Um, I work for Bare Minerals. I'm a manager here at this particular mall, but I'm not hiring. But I do know someone over at another mall at the same type of store who's hiring. Go in. Here's her name. Tell her I sent you. Right. So like, networking, okay. friend referral, awesome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm actually thinking about putting on a class for networking one-on-one. You should. Um, <laughs> so I walk in, I introduce myself. Hey, my name is Crystal. And so she's like, great. Do you know anything about makeup? And I'm like, I mean, I do makeup on myself and my friends. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So she says, hey, you have the look. I dressed the part, by the way. I researched to see what they were wearing in the store, and I showed up like I worked there. There you go. Hello. Dress for the, the part that you want? Dress for the part that you want. Yeah. So I went in with my face beat, my hair done. I was dressed in all black. I looked like I was ready to clock in yes. at Bare Minerals. And so she says, you know what? I like you. I like your style. I like your vibe. Put in an application online. I'll pull it up. And then bring in a model, and I'll have you audition. <gasps> audition? <laughs> That was really like, what? what? Official. Official. So I called a friend of mine. I'm like, girl, I don't know. what I don't know, but let's do it. Mm-hmm. So she comes in. She's my model. And I, I did, oh, <laughs> in hindsight, yeah. I did not do like 
a professional job. Right. But it was good enough to get myself in the door. Mm -hmm. So I started working part-time, three nights a week at Bare Minerals. And there, it was kind of on-the-job training. So not only was I getting that product knowledge, in which that's where my love for skincare came. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was getting the skincare product knowledge as well as the makeup knowledge and then getting my hands on clients. So a good selling tactic was to try on the makeup on them and then sell them. So only working three nights out of the week, I actually ended up being the number one salesperson in the district. Oh Working part-time. Right. Was <laughs> so, that your light bulb moment? Like, there's something to this? Yes. Okay. That was like, huh, I'm actually pretty good at all of this. Mm -hmm. And so I actually became also obsessed with skincare, and I started to clear up my adult acne, mm -hmm. which sucked. Mm -hmm. And so I started clearing up my adult acne, yeah. which is awesome, right? Um, and then I started getting people coming in specifically asking for me to do their makeup, to buy products from me. And then that's when I was like, okay, I was talking to um, a manager there at Bare Minerals. I said, yeah, I'm an aspiring makeup artist. And she says, no, you're an artist. I was like, yeah, but I'm still, she's like, no, nobody's going to take you seriously until you say, I am an artist. You own it. You have to own it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I owned it. And then I went out. It was so crazy I went out had no idea what to do I bought myself a makeup kit and just like pieced it together it okay was this is why you want to teach other people this yes, because the right you went way. through it because <laughs> I went through it trial and error trial and error so yeah. I did I don't want to say I wasted money but I did buy a bunch of stuff that I didn't necessarily need but I thought I needed so I put all this stuff into like this little did you just go rogue and you were just like I, I need everything I need every shade I foundation I need every Yep. eyeshadow lipstick okay I went crazy yeah <laughs> and it was in like I actually want to save people that time yeah like I did like because I totally wasted time and I don't want to say m wasted money because it served its purpose mm -hmm. right I put myself out there online and said I'm a makeup artist and somebody hired me for their wedding five people Chain. and a bride so that was the first breakthrough moment. yes mm -hmm. so I showed up I was so nervous I showed up and she's like very happy. She wrote me a review and everything. I did her makeup. I'm very proud of the work that I did, even though I was just even starting off. But I'm very happy at the work that I did. Yeah. And I realized I made more money in three hours than I did working an eight-hour yeah. shift on the weekend yeah. at a retail store. Right. And which retail, by the way, is awesome. A great way to start off. But I just realized that working for myself, I can actually set my own prices. It, it went from there. So how long ago was that? That was six years ago. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you did her wedding, was it was it her makeup or were you doing the whole I did bridal the party? whole bridal party. By yourself? By my entire self. Oh my, no wonder so you were nervous. so nervous. Yes. And I was like, what do I do for the, but you know, the my business mind and my professionalism showed up, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew, okay, let me get there early. I was there like in the parking lot, like an oh hour early. So, but I was yeah. prepared, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then while I'm working, I, I, you know, throughout that year was a rough year just because I had to figure out what worked well for me. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I did was I started investing into my craft. So let me start taking classes. And, you know, let me start taking business classes, makeup artistry classes, so that I can grow from there. Yeah. So when, from that time, when you took the leap of faith and, and did mm -hmm. that wedding, well, first of all, let me back up. How did she find you? Where were you posting at that time? So I went to Gig Salad, which is like, almost like a thumbtack. I think I was okay. on 
gig salad and thumbtack okay which was it's not so popular anymore mm-hmm. i, I want to say it's like overly saturated at this moment okay but back then i posted on gig salad it was like a free site or maybe like 40 bucks a month or something sure. like that she was on there looking for makeup artists and she liked my work yeah and she hired me so did you continue to build your business like that? How long did it take for you to quit your other job? What yeah. was your transition with all of that? I basically continued to build my business, and it took me about a year after, because I had already been working for Bear Minerals for a year, right. and then it took me another year to feel like, okay, I can let that, I can let this side hustle go so I can focus on this side hustle. Right. So it took me about a year to feel comfortable to let that go in order to focus on just solely my, you know, my makeup artistry business. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's a big leap of faith too, like saying, okay, I'm it ready. Is. It's another Band-Aid being yes. ripped Yes, but off. I mean, I, I set myself up for that, right? Right. So I'm, I was uh, listening to, like I said, I took classes and I, mm-hmm. I took a class and so forgive me for not crediting her because I don't remember her name, but she was a finance girl. And she said, get your, um, get like your launch number or your quit number together. So how much do you have to have in the bank Mm -hmm. in order for you to let go? And so when I hit that, I had that number. So when I hit that number, I felt comfortable enough. Then I went ahead and put in my two week notice and it was hard though. I actually cried when I put in my two. I was like boohoo. And like the manager, she, she felt away a little bit. She didn't want me to leave, but she understood why I was leaving just because Mm -hmm. it was a lot. It was a lot going on and I just felt like that was the leap of faith I had to have and so yes I left but I cried and when emotional. I put in my t- it was very much I cried when I put in my two week notice you kind of yeah you kind of <laughs> found your yourself there yeah so these classes that you took were not just makeup they mm-hmm. were also business yes so you educated yourself all around so yes. if someone's wanting to start their own business and branch out especially being an artist like you are mm-hmm. you recommend be well-rounded learn your business mm-hmm. and and know how to manage your own business right yes or because, hire a coach right. or, hire, or hire you <laughs> exactly so yeah I, I think that is one big challenge for artists is they have an like an amazing Uh, idea or they're just again they're a painter or whatever it is Mm -hmm. right a writer but they don't really know how to have a business or they don't Mm -hmm. know how to monetize it and so the fact that you found a way to be so holistic in your business I think is great and I love the fact that you're coaching yes so in these six years I hate talking about negative stuff but I feel like it's always so imperative right yeah when did you really like doubt yourself or when was like the biggest struggle for you like what when were those times for you yesterday (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so the answer is it's constant it's always happening okay you constantly doubt yourself but you have to push your way through it Mm -hmm. one of the things that I do to keep myself focused because I I won't lie to you like last week I was kind of like okay why are you doing this or what are you doing or what's your next move Mm -hmm. are you crazy now so now you're working you're running a business and now you want to go to school for Mm -hmm. your aesthetics license Mm -hmm. you're crazy why and then I started like I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I, and I read as well, like, hardcover books and audiobooks. I'm torn between which one I like the best. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm the same way. I was an English major, so I still like to have that book in my hands Me sometimes. too, to yeah. highlight. Sometimes I will actually, side note, sometimes I actually buy the book and listen to the audio version simultaneously. I love it. Um, I've done that too. I love that. 
I've done that too. Um, so then that way you can pick up where you left off regardless of where yeah. you are. But um, I read a lot of business books. I read a lot of books on uh, manifestation. I know we've talked about that. We have definitely talked about um, that. That was one of Crystal and I's like biggest connections, yes, guys, for yes. sure. <laughs> um, and then so I also read a lot of books, uh, or I'm sorry, listen to podcasts of people who are more successful than I am, right? Right. So um, I listen to, there's, because I am in school for my aesthetics license, um, I listen to Lori Creek. So she's um, a very, very successful spa owner as well as a spa coach. Oh, wow. So I listen to her little tidbits in her podcast just to kind of get ideas and just to become inspired. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times when I'm feeling like I can't do this or... Sometimes the thought is, I can't do this, but can you do this? It's mm-hmm. almost like questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, um, girl, what are you, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally just made a Facebook post like, what? What? What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. So I, I actually listen to these other people, and it kind of helps me get over the hurdle and helps me get inspired. Sometimes I find myself reading books or listening to books, and all of a sudden I'll put it down because I have, like, this new program idea or this new artistry idea. So... I say to overcome those doubts, just yeah. get inspired again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super smart. And you're talking about people, and you talked about a really positive experience when you started out. I'm with you, too. I think retail is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. I'm a little partial because I started in retail. <laughs> um, yeah. But along the way, we also have people that kind of doubt us as well. Mm-hmm. Did you have people come to you in your life, whether it's your significant other or friends, and just say, Crystal, you're crazy for starting this business. You don't know what you're doing. But innately, mm-hmm. you did. Right. But did you have people? Because like, I feel like that's something that I hear a lot about from entrepreneurs and people starting their own business. They're like, my spouse was a little bit like, oh, you're going to give yeah. up that constant paycheck. Or your friends are like, you're crazy, whatever. And then you succeed, and it's great. Yeah. But did you have those people in your life? So... No, and if I did, they wouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> Good answer, but, I like that. <laughs> but you know, you have to be careful of the company that you keep. So I will say, even before I started my whole, you know, entrepreneurial route, I used to keep companies that were kind of doubtful or kind of negative, and they're they're they didn't even make it to the point of me wanting to start my business. Like they're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And then so. I like to surround myself by positive people and positive thoughts. So everybody now in my life absolutely supports what I do. And sometimes they probably think that I'm crazy. They still support me. But even when I like told my family that, yeah, I know I'm running a makeup artistry business, but now I'm going to go back to school to amp up, you know, to ramp it up and add more to my services like right. aesthetics. They're like, first of all, what is aesthetics? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I have to constantly explain what is what an esthetician does, mm-hmm. right? They don't, I don't want to say they, they doubt me. But sometimes they sit back like, okay, I know she's going to kill it, but let me just sit back and let her do it. Right. Because they're like, okay, you're crazy. I think sometimes they're, not their doubt, but sometimes their responses are more like, are you going to be okay? Are you sure you're not overwhelming yourself? Because they know how it can get. (laughs) Right. Well, you are taking on a whole lot. I am. But I feel that, like, that's a common, common theme with entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are starting businesses they just go for it and then things kind of 
compile and yeah. then you get inspired and yeah. like I didn't even know you were doing coaching and like we see yeah. each other often I so know. that was really a cool thing to find out today for sure but I can see why they would think okay that's a lot that's a lot going on but right. you know what another thing that I do and this now just kind of thinking one thing that I do though I move in silence I don't tell everybody everything in every move I love until that you the move that. has been made so I was watching some story or something. It was some celebrity, and I don't remember who it is now. And she was saying something very similar, like a quote about that. And mm-hmm. she was like, I don't – I'm always working behind the scenes. I'm working on something, mm-hmm. and I don't really talk about it because I don't want to bring negativity to it because mm-hmm. she's in the public eye. And, mm-hmm. God, I can't remember who it is. It's driving me crazy. But she's in the public eye. So she's like, you know, everyone wants to see you fail. Mm-hmm. Unless people really support you and really love you. And as you get older, I feel like that circle gets – smaller and that's oh, yeah. okay yeah because it's genuine right the thing is that everybody wants to celebrate the fruits of your labor mm-hmm. right but nobody wants to be with you when you're out there grinding mm-hmm. so a lot of times i literally like the whole coaching aspect like some people knew but i'm not about oh this is what i'm going to do or this is mm-hmm. what i'm thinking about doing is mm-hmm. look girl this is what i did and this is what i'm doing right like so a lot of times i even even with my own husband, I'll be like, yeah, so I did a thing. Bam, look at that paycheck. And he'll be like, what? And so it's yeah, not that's, like. That's a good surprise. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not like I'm trying to like keep secrets. It's just right. I'm a very, like you um, you mentioned earlier, you're like, um, you're so quiet. Make sure you project. I am. I'm yeah. quiet. I'm very yeah. to myself. Yeah. So I, I really just like to move in silence. I'm not saying that to do it maliciously. Yeah. And I hope that nobody else would do that, like try right. to keep things to themselves. But Sometimes you have to work alone or with the small circle like we talked about in order to progress and then you show the world what you do. I agree completely. I just, yeah, when she had said that, it really rung true with me because then she kind of came out with, I think she was doing a makeup line or a skincare line or something like that. And she launches stuff all the time, but you were just like, whoa, where did that come from? Exactly. So that was really cool when you just said that because I I totally believe that. And no, it's not that you're trying to kind of conceal it, but there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to working out. I'm Uh going to commit to eating well. And I think we talk about manifesting all the time. Mm -hmm. And thinking it and believing it and doing it is one thing. But just always saying it out to people that are like, okay, you've tried this 50 million times and you've never done it. You don't need that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So keeping it in, accomplishing it, and saying, oh, hey, look at what's going on. Mm -hmm. Now I'm coaching. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, let's talk about the fun stuff. Okay. Because now we know how you got inspired and sky's the limit for you. I do want to ask you, though, before we talk about some tips and tricks, because I really want to know. Okay. So you do bridal, you do special occasion, kind of do it all. What's mm-hmm. your favorite? Do you like to do weddings or so, photo shoots? I love your shoots, by the thank way. Thank you. So pretty. You know what? I want to say that my... I don't really have a favorite because okay, so I'll say this: I have a I have favorite moments and favorite yeah. things about each aspect mm-hmm. of my business. So with bridal, I actually had a young lady during the trial. We were doing I was doing her makeup. I we even had a makeup artist there. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, I'm sorry, a hairstylist there, and we both had to like redo everything and just making little tweaks. So finally, she sat there in the mirror. She says, "It's not right." So I said, well, sweetheart, what do, you, what do you want? Like, you know, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't know what I want. Oh, 
my and God she bless her. cried <laughs> and she broke down and cried on my shoulder. I'm tall. I'm 5'10 and mm-hmm. this girl's like 6'1 mm-hmm. and she collapsed on my shoulder. I'm a punk. Okay. I'm a big old cry baby. <laughs> and so I cried too. And I'm like, it's okay. We're going to work this out together. And so she got herself together. She came out and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just been so, I've just been so stressed. Let's try this again. And so she cried off all the makeup. And so I wiped it off and then I oh redid it and she loved it. And so on her wedding day, which was like two weeks later, she was the most chill ever. And so she says, Miss Crystal, you're my angel. What a compliment. And then I like almost popped off my lash because I was about to cry again. I was like, oh my God, please don't say that. Like, And so I want to say it's those moments like that where my brides are like, I feel so comfortable around you. You're Mm -hmm. so chill, Miss Crystal. You're so easy to talk to Mm -hmm. you know I feel like you're my therapist so I feel like I love those but then being on a set of like a photo shoot or a film is very fast-paced yeah so it's very challenging like I just got done doing um, an independent film and I know thank you it was super fun and as I was doing the makeup we didn't have one thing about independent films. Sometimes you don't have all the bells and whistles like a trailer right to work out of so we're like working there and they're filming like 20 feet away. Yeah. And so they're like quiet on set and like you have to do makeup really quiet. Oh my God. And so you're like go through your bag. So I was like, oh, this That's is. That's why you were so quiet when I'm I first a ninja. got here today. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, so makeup artist slash ninja now. Right. Like, so it's like it, different aspects of like the makeup artistry business. It brings about different experiences. So and even in my chair, one of the actors and one of the actresses said, you know, I was so glad they paired me with you. She was, she was like, I just felt a vibe. So I'm so glad that you're my makeup artist. And so now we're like Instagram friends and all that. Oh my that. God, I love it. So I know, right? So, I mean, I don't really want to say at this moment that I have a favorite just because I meet so many really sweet and interesting people across all facets, really. Right, right. And like the wedding and special occasion, you kind of get emotionally invested. I do. Right? Like, yeah. I, I feel like that happens. I feel like hairstylists are probably the same way because you're you're going on this journey, you know, but then I love how you talked about being on set because there's new challenges. So that kind of keeps you on your toes. Yes. So I can see why you wouldn't like, you just love what you do. I do. Which is great. So I do want to talk about wedding. We'll talk about wedding tips and tricks first because, well, I'm engaged now. So, you know, (laughs) I obviously (laughs) am interested in that, but a lot of my friends are engaged too. Some of them have been married in the past Mm -hmm. or, you know, this is their first wedding whatever the case may be, I don't think everybody knows what they should do for their wedding. Yes. Right? Like, you're talking about something very specific with the trial look. hmm How many brides don't do the trial look and regret it? Because I feel like that's a big mistake. Many. Okay. A lot of brides don't do the trial look. And I'll tell you what. The thing is, is that even if you already know what makeup artist you want to work with, a lot of people use the trial to work with three different makeup artists and narrow it down, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, especially in Atlanta, if you choose a makeup artist based on what their portfolio, if their portfolio resonates with you, a lot of times, all of us, our price points are going to run the same. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... If you choose three makeup artists, you're like, what is the $10 difference? You're not going to base your entire wedding makeup off of $10, right? So what do you base it off of? Like we all have the three of us, if we're pretty much all the same skill level, same pricing, Mm -hmm. you're going to base it off the vibe that you get Mm -hmm. basically. The relationship. The relationship, Mm -hmm. really. 
So let's say you chose somebody already to do your makeup for the wedding day. Still do the trial. It's an extra, you know, 75, 85, maybe even $150 out your pocket for the trial. That's okay. Because what you're going to do at the trial, my trials run 90 minutes, sometimes two, two three that. hours. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times while I don't do hair, I do have, you know, hairstylists that I work with, or you can bring your own. And we sit there and we get that look down to what you want, the little minor changes. And then I make notes in your profile, you know what, on the wedding day, you know, she liked this in the trial, but on the wedding day, we're going to amp it up a bit, mm -hmm. or maybe we'll do a more berry lip. Mm -hmm. But it's for you to get a really good idea of what you're going to look like on that wedding day. Right. And it's important to talk through what time of day it is, because daytime makeup is different than nighttime. Mm -hmm. Outside, look, I got married on the beach at 90 degree weather. Right. I know how to weatherproof your makeup. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure your, your makeup artist knows that you're going to be outside on the beach getting married, mm -hmm. getting all toasty, you know, because there's certain products and certain, I guess, certain techniques she has to use. Right. He or she has to use in order to make sure weatherproof your makeup is what mm -hmm. I like to call it. So the trial is extremely important. I do get people who book me two weeks out right before their wedding, and guess what? We don't have time for a trial because mm -hmm. I actually, I actually require at least two weeks prior to the wedding for right. a trial. So then maybe we'll do like a virtual cons consultation to at least get down, you know, exactly what type of look you're going for. Right. I mean, that makes total sense yeah. to me. I have high anxiety. So I am like, I'd be like six months ahead of time. I'd be like, Crystal, can you do Don't my do, thing? so if you're going to do six months ahead of time, mm -hmm. that is awesome. Mm -hmm. Take into account that summer probably hits in there. Right. You're going to tan. I'm going to, yep, my skin color is going to change. You're going to look different. Right. So you and if can I don't do, have my, if I don't have my dress yet, if I don't know the venue. Yep. So it's all a kind of a timing game for this. Yeah, it is because I would suggest that you book your makeup artist still maybe eight to 12 months in advance because we book up too. Mm -hmm. book her book him or her early however schedule your trial closer maybe about three months three to four months closer to your wedding day your dress give or take may not have anything to do with makeup maybe with hair yeah but even just we want your skin to give time to kind of if it's going to be in the summertime, we want your skin, your true skin color. Right. Um, when you come to your trial, make sure I actually had um, a young lady. She's like, well, on my wedding day, I'm going to be tan. So can you just match the makeup to what I'm going to look like on my wedding day? Okay. Ma'am, I'm not turning you orange. Ma'am, right. ma no. <laughs> and so I said, may I suggest that, you know, next time you should have actually showed up mm -hmm. with your spray tan. Right. So that way I could have you know, matched you. It does. It's, it's an expense because basically even when I prepared for my own bridal trial, I set my appointments all in one week. Mm -hmm. So I had my hair similar. It wasn't exactly, but it was similar to how I was going to wear it on my wedding day. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and if you tan, go ahead and get spray tanned mm -hmm. that week as well. You might, hey, it might be January, but get your spray tan. Right. So that way when you show up and you take your, you know, your selfies, you'll know, you get a, a good idea about what your hair, your makeup, your brows, get your brows groomed. Right. Get them tinted if you need to. Mm -hmm. Like show up the way that you will be showing up on your wedding day. Cause it's that's called important. a trial for a reason. It's called like, a trial for a reason. It's the full trial run. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I love that. And you mentioned before that 
you went your first wedding that you went to. I love that yeah. story. You did the whole bridal party. Yes. So I've seen makeup artists that, you know, I'm just, I just do the bride. And then if you want bridesmaids done, like I'll bring someone with me. How does that work? What do you recommend? You still yeah. do the whole bridal party. I do. Right? If it's, I can do, I timed myself. So if you the, timed yourself, I, I love did. Because, you know, I, I have to get my time down in order right. to be efficient, right? Yeah. So I can do bridal parties. I've done as large as like eight to 10 people, wow. including the bride. Now, the wedding wasn't until the evening. We started in the morning. Sure. That was a long day. It was like it a was 12 a hour day for me. Day. But, I mean, it was worth it. Of like, course. But, um, or I could bring an assistant, but that time I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this myself. Another challenge for Crystal. <laughs> so when that happens, do you start with the bridesmaids first, bride last? What? How do you work that? Um, so I pretty much, it depends on if they're getting their hair done. So I pretty much work with the hair, with the hairstylist to figure out what's the best way. I do not like doing hair and makeup at the same time. Sure. So I prefer if you're in my chair, then someone else is working on hair. Sometimes I've worked with some really awesome wedding planners. They have the schedule for me. So when I show up, all I'm doing is calling out names and can I have Maya, please? Right. <laughs> can I have Anne? Like, so. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not particular about who I take. Mm -hmm. It just really all depends on how large the wedding party is and what time we have to be done. Right. The bulk of the time will be spent on the bride. Bridesmaids get 30 to 45 minutes because yeah. everybody has like a basic uniform we all look different but the bridesmaids have this uniform look right. so it's going to be everybody has on nude lips you know soft eye right you know, we're whatever. not all doing different lip colors oh right no <laughs> yeah, no and the that's, bride pops not no them. exactly yeah. and that's that's basically in my agreement like okay mm -hmm. the bridesmaids look this way you choose what how the bridesmaids are going to look so mm -hmm. then that way we can focus on you right. so the bride may take me an hour so an hour 15 and then an extra 15 minutes for touch-ups right. bridesmaids 30 45 minutes and they look great and we're, we're good to go we're ready to go mm -hmm. yeah so for special occasions like prom homecoming events like that girls. do you okay yes. so we can talk about that so you love prom yes so do they ever ask like do you have a diva moment and they wanted to go trial before so respectfully those babies are all divas yeah i tell you yeah but it's I okay was. I, I know was. i was it was their prom day but they're respectful divas right? right but they're like they're the ones who are actually really really most of our prom girls like really really into makeup mm -hmm. so except for my other two my one two of my my prom girls they they didn't really they were tomboys and they played sports so they were just like oh you know i don't really care whatever you think is best yeah. but most of them they're divas and they want the work they know what do they come in with like a picture and they're like i want to look course. like this and yeah okay of i course. knew it nailed it that was me i came in with like a picture of my hair every time and i was like i also want my makeup like this sometimes uh my makeup artist or my hairdresser would have to talk me down and be like um, your face doesn't look like that. Mm -hmm. so it's my job to tell you right. to figure out what you really want because mm -hmm. you don't really want that for real. Right. Because unless y'all are twins, right. it's not going to turn out that way. Absolutely. So you personalize for every single yes. person for every occasion. Yes. So let's talk about skincare too because yes. you're passionate about skincare and, and makeup and all this amazing stuff that you bring. This is such a fun episode because we talk uh. about fun stuff. <laughs> So skincare, when should someone start their skincare regime? At what age do we recommend that? As soon as possible. Right. So serious. Mm -hmm. So like preteen preferably. Right. Right before we hit the whole acne phase. If right. they should go through the whole acne thing like I did, right? I wish I wish I knew better back then. Mm -hmm. Um see an esthetician. 
I know I'm still in school, but I know other estheticians who they see those preteens mm-hmm. and for for facials. Facials, I ha- I saw this quote: facials are like workouts for your skin, and they really are because Love it's it. like a, a deep clean. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I would say as soon as possible. So parents, start your kids on a nice, you know, facial regimen. Like, what do now. you recommend for like kind of? Let's walk through like the years. Mm-hmm. So when you're that preteen age, what do you recommend to start with? Are there some good wash lines? your face? <laughs> Number one, because you know they play sports oh, and yeah. they're you know they're in and out. So I mean, just it doesn't have to be anything, nothing fancy. Um, sometimes some, you know, some estheticians, they want you to spend all this money on expensive skincare. If you're a skincare junkie like I am, then all, by all means, I got a list for you. I'm raising but, my hand on that one right. too. I am too, but, but some people just want the basics. If you just want the basics, that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I would say find you a really good cleanser, exfoliate maybe once or twice a week, and then find you a really good uh, moisturizer and of course SPF. Right. So... Okay, I feel like that's what everybody misses, and the younger you start with that, the better. Oh, oh, please, yes. Yeah, because I tanned myself to death through high school. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't know it now. No. And then I had a skin cancer scare. (gasps) Yeah, on my face. Luckily, it was fine. And ever since then, I've been like Snow White. Like, I'm like, I'm I'm wearing 100. I don't care. Yeah. And it really changed. Like, sometimes I look at pictures of myself when I was super tan, and like 17, and I look older then mm-hmm. than I do in my 30s. It ages you. Yes. Yeah. And I'm so glad I woke up when I did. I wish yes. I never did it, but you can't go back. You right. can only like move forward. So when you're in your 20s, is there like a line that you would recommend or like a different? Because I feel like that's when my skin started to change and then 30s like yeah. it's a whole different volume. I would. So right now I wouldn't necessarily direct anybody to a particular line mm-hmm. um, I would say first of all go to an esthetician and get those monthly facials sometimes it might be bi-weekly just depending on what your skin type is like right but once you get that recommendation I would say go to your particular esthetician to figure out what your skin type is and then find a regimen that works for your skin type over the, so I'm all about cosmeceuticals. Mm-hmm. So cosmeceuticals are like, you know, you're over the counter, you're St. Ives and all of that. Yes. And then you get your pharmaceuticals, which like dermatologists, but then you mm-hmm. have your cosmeceuticals that are a step below pharmacy. Okay. So you don't need a prescription for it, mm-hmm. but it's way above the over the counter. Okay. And you can only get it directly from like your esthetician or like a provider. Got it. I was right? like, okay, explain a little right. further. I'm like, so okay, I do use those. Now I'm I know what all you're about. for like mm-hmm. a cosmeceutical brand. But they are expensive. Right. So if you can't go there, I would say at least go a step up from like your Walgreens, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say like a Bare Minerals or a Clinique if that's the price point that you're going So for. Clinique is what I started with mm-hmm. and I loved it. I actually ended up working for them when I was in college. I loved oh, wow. them so much. Right. Yeah. I, I love the fact that they're, they have makeup, but they're based upon skincare and your skin looking good. Mm-hmm. And then the makeup goes on or right. always take your makeup yeah. off. So they had an awesome philosophy and that's why I always had great skin. Yes. Knock on wood. Yeah. Like, and so like, it. I'm really, I know everybody always asks me like, you know, what skincare line should I go mm-hmm. for? I'm not really biased. You really just have to find out what works for you. So like get some samples, like I said, cosmeceuticals, but I don't like pushing expensive products in people's faces because yeah. that's what gets them nervous and then they say, ah, forget it. Yeah. So I would say, you know, find you a really good cleanser. If it works, it works. Just wash your face, especially right. for those younger people. Right. Or even, I have, I know I'm related to some people 
who are constant offenders of, oh, that was a fun night at the club. Yes. Good night. Uh-uh. Yes. Come here. Yes. Wipe that off your face. You will stop that in your 30s. One, going to the club, and two, not washing your face. <laughs> You're right. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. However, if that's your lifestyle, please, please, please wash get the makeup that, off Get that makeup face. wipe and at least get it off, right? Yes. Like, and then, you know, even with the makeup wipe, I'm still like, eh. I feel like there's leftover gunk. There definitely yeah. is leftover gunk. And I have to use, like, the sensitive ones because my skin is so sensitive. And I still feel like, so I do that and then I, and then I wash. Yes. Because I have to... Wipe it off with a makeup wipe because it's easy or makeup remover and then you wash. Yeah. Because I, I guarantee you that makeup Still wipe is not yeah. taking yeah. anything off. It's just smearing everything over. Yeah. But for the sake of you wanting to go to bed, if that's what you need to do, but just don't sleep in it. Do something. Get, get something off. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, okay, so I love the fact that you don't recommend something very specific. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of take care of your skin. Microderms are a huge thing. Chemical yes. peels. What do you think about all of that, and when is too early to start those? Oh, when is too early? That really depends on your skin type because, like, an acne-prone teen, mm-hmm. um, they're still developing, but they might benefit from, like, a peel sure. to clear up their acne scars or even, you know, microderm. So I would say teens, that's not too early. Anything younger than that. Yeah, hold off. Yeah. Just wash your face. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> you know, you're still growing, right? Yeah. And you're still developing your acid mantle, which protects your skin. Okay. So. I would say maybe teens, if not, maybe a little bit later. It just all depends on what's going on with your skin. Right. Yeah, I love that. And I love microderms, but I really didn't super get into them until my late 20s, and of course now I'm in my 30s. Yeah. And now I'm like, they're essential to my life because I need them to stay looking young. And you know, to be honest, (laughs) I just got into them in my 30s too. All of a sudden when I decided to start studying skincare as like my profession, then I'm like, oh, this stuff is nice. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm all for them. I am definitely swear by them. So tell me about some essentials that every woman needs in their makeup bag. I'm sure people yes. ask you this all the time. I know. So here's my little makeup bag. What are my essentials? Like if I'm yeah. a basic makeup person, if I'm like a medium and like a heavy, like what are yes. the things you'd recommend? Oh, I'm so glad you said that. So <laughs> for me, crazy thing is I'm obsessed with makeup. I'm a makeup artist, all that good stuff. But on a typical day, mm-hmm. you will see me what I like to call a soft beat and a nude lip or a red lip. Yep. So makeup essentials, if you're, regardless of what level, whether you are you like to wear your makeup just every day for work or even when you go out, I love a really good lip color that matches you. Every girl needs their perfect nude. You have but, always told me this. Yes, yes. But a nude that looks good on you might not look good on me. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at undertones. Mm-hmm. So if you have a deeper tone, a deeper skin tone, you can still find a nude, but it's not going to be pink or it's not going to have like an ashy undertone. You might want to go for more like a mauve undertone in your nude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're, you know, if you're lighter toned, a little more fair skin, then maybe the pink undertone would me. match you well. AKA me. It, it'll look my nudes right are always, you. they always have like a little bit, even my chapstick, yes. I do a little pink in it. Yes, I love it. Because I know. Well, you're always like, that looks good. You're, I'm like, okay, yes. I got Crystal's approval. I'm looking Absolutely. okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then, you know, you'll see me with my nudes and in the summertime when I get tan, I, I, I get like this cherry wood brown. Mm-hmm. I like to wear like um, hints of brown in my nude. Yeah. Because that matches my skin yeah, it color. totally makes sense. So yeah. every girl needs like the perfect nude. 
every girl needs a nice color, like a nice lip color outside of a nude. So for me, I love me some berries in the fall. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly feel like a berry lip looks good on everybody. But it just all depends on what you. But you gotta find your hue. right shade. You have to find your right shade. You said so, a yeah. better hue. I like hue. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, a good nude, a good lip color for you. I would say a really, really good BB cream. Okay. And that's just because for our girls who don't like to wear a lot of makeup, the BB cream actually just basically smooths over your complexion without looking cakey. Right. So a lot of what I call like the no makeup makeup look, a BB cream, especially if you don't have a lot going on with your skin, like blemishes and stuff, a good BB cream will do you some good. Right. A brow tamer. I'm okay. big on brows. So just um, Anastasia has a really good um, brow gel. It's like a clear brow gel. So even if I'm not wearing any makeup, I'll put on like the little BB cream, a good lip, and then I'll tame my brow with the I brow gel. I just started using brow gel mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed now. I am too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in the brow gel, even if it's clear, it makes your brow appear to be a little bit fuller and it keeps it in place. Yeah. So, and actually that particular brow gel actually kind of waterproofs the pencil that you use if you use a pencil. Yeah. So actually we were, I was doing like a makeup play day and with another makeup artist. So she was taking off my existing makeup and she had so much trouble trying to get my makeup off my my brow. And she's like, what are you using? (laughs) I was like, thanks girl. Waterproof. So yeah, I would say a really good brow gel a BB cream, a nude lip, and then a nice little pop of color for a lip in case you want to switch it up. Oh, and a good bronzer. That's your basic makeup kit. Yes. Um, and a good bronzer. Oh my goodness, yes. A good bronzer. Even for the basic kit, Even right? for the basics because mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with bronzer. I Me don't too. care what shade you are. Me too. <laughs> yes. Because the thing is, is that you can actually apply the bronzer as like a all, not an all over face color, but you can just basically um, bronze a little bit of your face and like including your it. cheeks yep mm-hmm. and you just kind of look like this overall warmth right and so what I like to call it like the three and so basically um, I feel like we should have had like a video for this but um, the three with the bronzer you basically hit at the top of your forehead and then you smooth down to like your cheek area and you go down to your chin okay. so I call that the three on either side I love it and so yeah. if you want to wear it alone with no blush then you hit on your cheek okay and if you wear it with a blush then you want to use it underneath your right. cheekbones as like a contour. Mm-hmm. But even just wearing a, a nice little bronzer by itself, mm-hmm. like on top of your BB cream, just the overall I finished, agree. Yeah. polished look. Yeah, so, I'm so fair. So I, if I don't put a little bit of bronzer to like wake up my face, yeah. it's like, oh, the ghost is here. Oh, no. <laughs> I like to have a little bit of warmth yeah. in my skin too, so yeah, I get it. <laughs> for sure. So that's the basic kit. So let's talk about medium or heavy. I mean, heavy, I think you're almost like a makeup artist yourself. You're wanting like a full Or you kit. watch YouTube or something. Right. You know you know what you're doing. Right. I consider myself a medium. So what do you recommend that I carry in my huge makeup bag that I have? So to amp up your basics. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much. So like if I'm on my way to school or I'm just going to brunch, I have like my basic face on. So that's right. basic. So if you want medium, I would say add a good blush color. Right. Um. So blush really depends on... The, you know the seasons so in the winter time you might want to go a little rosy mm-hmm. um in the summertime you might want to go a little peachy okay. and the crazy thing is i love peach on everybody i don't care what skin tone you are if you have find the right hue of a peach like a nice little peachy tone in a nude lip in the summertime looks so beachy to me okay i love that so that's a great tip yes peach will look good on you no matter what your skin tone yes just find the right one you just have to find the right one mm-hmm. so of course if you're if you're darker skinned you necessarily wouldn't want like the same peach that I would put on you, mm-hmm. but like maybe like a deeper peach. 
So a good highlighter, okay. if you're amping it up, nice little highlight, whether it's liquid or powder, up to you. Don't OD on the highlight, though. Okay. Just a little bit. The highlight. <laughs> a little bit goes a long way. The highlight does exactly that. So it highlights the high point of your face. Okay. So I see a lot of people, they pack on the highlighter and it's like, okay, now you're glowing in right. the dark. Right. No, just a little bit of highlighter goes a long way because we're just highlighting your mm-hmm. face. So yeah. Do we um, amp up to foundation at this point? Yeah, definitely. A found, I'm sorry. A, yeah, definitely foundation, concealer if needed. Um, around the eyes or mm-hmm. blemishes or whatever. Definitely a foundation. Foundation's up to you. So you can do light to medium coverage, medium mm-hmm. to full coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, your preference just depends on how made up you want to look. I typically wear like a medium to full coverage type of foundation, but I'm crazy, so I, I have like five foundations in my personal <laughs> kit. Totally fine. Mine is powder because I have such oily skin mm-hmm. still. Even in my 30s, I'm. it's more of the T-zone mm-hmm. oil now, but... I used to be so oily, which now I'm grateful for because, you know, my yes. skin's pretty good. And um, so powder's, like, been my thing. Okay. So you can kind of do either or when you're in the medium range, right? As long as you're moisturizing, maybe using yeah. a BB cream. I mean, you can still even do full coverage being, you know, with the powder and right. even being oily. I would say find you, um, especially in the medium to the full, I guess, um, makeup bag, mm-hmm. um, find you a good primer. Oh, yes. According to your skin type. So I use, like, I have pretty normal skin, so I use just an original, regular old primer. But what a primer does is it kind of spackles your pores, right? So it helps. It's kind of like the glue that holds the makeup to your face. Yes. So it helps it stay longer. It's going to, um, you know, smooth over fine lines and wrinkles if you have any. And, yeah, so they also have certain brands have, like, oil control primers. So those help as well. With the oiliness. Yeah, I love those. Mm-hmm. Those are like my favorite. Yeah, so I love that. The basic, I think every girl does the basic kind of look and has their basic yes. kit, you know, for like every day or when they're not, you know, and then medium is kind of like maybe you're going out, maybe you're going to a work occasion mm-hmm. or, you know, a lot of people work from home now, so yes. they're not always, you know, made up. But if you're going into the office, maybe you're doing more of the medium look. So if we're going to kick it up, Mm-hmm. All the way. Not not your makeup, oh, makeup for bam. sure, because your makeup case is extensive, right? It is. But if someone's really into makeup, they're going to have everything from their different foundations to powders to a couple mascaras, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a pretty extensive... So where do they start with that? Just start building from the basic and go Build up? Build from the basic and go up, and then it's all preference-based, right? I'm a sucker for a really good lash, mm-hmm. a really good, if you don't get lash extensions, mm-hmm. girl, pop you on some lashes. I just, I literally, yes. I went out last night, and I called it a light beat, but somebody told me I was fully beat. <laughs> I don't think I had a full beat on, because you can really, really amp up a look with a lash. I agree. I am a fan. I love it. You can yes. put on a lash and a dark lip and a little bit of face color, whether that's, of course, like your foundation or your BB cream mm-hmm. and a little bit of bronzer, and you look completely polished and completely made so up. so glam. It's mm-hmm. such an easy look to do. It is. And then it's glam. Yes. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. I know. All right. So I'm so excited for you and coaching and obviously all the wonderful makeup artist work that you do. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, your website, just yes. kind of shout them all out. So one of the keys that I teach my students is mm-hmm. consistency. Mm-hmm. So you can find me, my website is Crystal Ngozi Beauty. So that's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-N-G-O-Z-I beauty.com. And then if you want to find me on Instagram, Pinterest, I have some great boards, by the way. Follow me. Yeah. Pinterest, Instagram, 
Facebook, it's all Crystal and Gazi Beauty. So I'm consistent. So if you Google me, all of my all your my, stuff just pops up. All together. my stuff pops up together. So. Super smart. And we just got a tip. So we know where to find Crystal on every platform. Yes. And we also know what we need to do. Business 101. Yes. Make sure you're consistent with your messaging and, yes. and where to find you because yes, you get lost. Right? Yes. All right. Well, thank you again, Crystal. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to My Opinion. You can find me at Maya Roffler on Instagram. And then, of course, for my podcast at My Opinion Podcast on Facebook. Thank you guys so much.